Hey friends, this is Hannah Wedger, an agriculture teacher in St. Paul, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes. And I'm here to talk all things agriculture education related, curriculum, classroom management, FFA, career development events, SAEs, and whatever else you wanna hear about. It's basically me sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with all of you. So let's dig in. Good morning, friends, from uh, snowy Minnesota. It's uh, Minivan Chronicles coming at you. I am coming on today to talk a little bit about um, a recent Instagram Instagram post that I had that I got a lot of questions about. So um, yesterday we set up uh, in my classroom our trout tank. So this past spring, I applied for a grant through Trout Unlimited in Minnesota to be able to raise trout in our classroom. And then this spring, we will get to release them. So I had a lot of questions about like, was this a grant? Where did it, like, what are you doing? How are you tying it to curriculum? Um, What are your students' responsibilities? Um, all that good stuff. So again, it was a grant that I received through the Trout Unlimited um, chapter in Minnesota, and they have a program called Trout in the Classroom. And so essentially they have a large grant that they are able to use to um, get trout into teachers' classrooms so that students can um, watch these trout grow, monitor the growth, all of that stuff. So when you think about like tying it to the curriculum, um, I am currently teaching a small animal care class. I teach a natural resources class, and I also teach an introduction to agriculture class. So all three of those classes are extremely excited that I will have trout, um, or that we will have trout in a couple of weeks here. Uh, and so I think all of them will want to have a little bit of a part in taking care of the trout. Uh, Essentially, we so we have to set up our tank three weeks in advance um, so that I can go through a full nitrogen cycle. Um, and essentially, the, so that the water can clear out and be like 100% ready for when we get the eggs. So we get the eggs the first week in December. And basically, we just hold them in a little, it's called the breeder basket. So we'll hold them in that basket until they hatch. And when they hatch, they'll still have the yolk, so, yolk sac um, attached to them. And hopefully that'll be kind of like right before, right during Christmas break. And at that point, they're called a leave-in. And so the leave-in basically just kind of, not float, like are on their sides and are getting the nutrition or nutrients that they need from the yolk sac. So hopefully I shouldn't have to check on them too many times over Christmas break. Um, When we get back is when we will start feeding the trout. Um, That is when we will start, um, when we will start uh, monitoring the water um, quality. And so we are going to be testing for uh, pH levels in the water. We'll be testing for ammonia and then we will be testing for nitrates and nitrites Uh, and it is my understanding um, from other teachers that have done it before I have this is my first year this is my first go at it um, that really those the water doesn't change a whole lot 
until your fish start to get bigger um, and obviously produce more poo and that makes that whole nitrogen cycle change up a lot more. So um, it will be kind of interesting to be able to track that and see what that looks like as they, um, as they grow. We'll also monitor the growth of the fish uh, and so we will be able to um, weigh the fish and you know see their growth over um, like three or four month period that we'll have them four month period that we'll have them um, students will have to take care of cleaning or changing out the water when levels are too high or too low or whatever it might be um, and then we also <coughs> excuse me we also will be letting them go or releasing them um, and so it's kind of cool through this program uh, they have three field days as well so one of them is in the fall and we got to go out and basically assess one of our local um, streams or rivers uh, in I mean within 10 minutes of our school uh, and it's one that a lot of students oftentimes hang out at so it was really cool to have that connection so students were able to put on waders they got into the water and they were um, looking for biotic indicators um, so different types of water bugs per se um, and then being able to check like what bugs are present and how tolerant are they to pollution and so then we got to see how clean the stream was and we were pretty surprised at how clean it was based on it being right in the middle of the city um, the other thing that we looked for looked for or looked at was the temperature of the water and the ideal temperature for trout so we determined that that was not a stream that was probably viable for trout because it gets too warm uh, in the spring or in the summer spring and summer <laughs> Um, but it was really cool because students really got that like hands-on direct connection um, with part of the community. So I love that piece. Uh, this winter they will be coming into our classrooms and they are going to do, um, excuse me, I'm tired. They're going to do like a little lab day. Um, and so we get to choose between them, between a wide variety of things for them them doing but one of them is um, dissecting uh, a like full-grown trout so we can see like what are the what do the insides of the trout look like um, and or doing fly tying um, which is used to catch trout so uh, awesome connection that way uh, and I have to see what my students are going to vote on um, for them when they come in on our field day uh, and then the last day is when we get to go release. So we will again look for biotic indicators um, in the stream that we are planning on releasing them. It's already, the stream is already pre-approved by the um, Department of Natural Resources. But then we'll be able to get a better look at, um, at that stream and where, we're, where we are releasing them and what the viability is. Um, I've, told, I've been told it's pretty anticlimactic. Like... The kids are all excited to bring their trout and then they put them in the stream and they're gone. <laughs> um, but just the anticipation, the kiddos are so excited. Um, a lot of them are like, I want one fish today. So we get 300 eggs. <laughs> I'm like, you each going to have your own fish. <laughs> uh, we do have to um, provide 50, or 
25 of our fish to the DNR for disease testing before we release the fish. So they just really want to make sure that if we're raising them in our classrooms that we are not introducing any new diseases um, into the native population. Um, trout are, rainbow trout are native in Minnesota, so um, just making sure that the current population are not impacting them at all. So that is a little bit about that program. Um, I've had some questions about like, what do you think that looks like in my state? And my response would be to check out or check with your Trout Unlimited chapter and see what they're doing. They might already currently have a program like this. They may not. Um, I'm just not sure what it looks like across the U.S. Uh, however, I do know that if you are in Minnesota, um, I believe there's a pretty good handful, like 80 some teachers already that have um, or are growing trout in their classroom. Uh, and so it's a great, great program. Um, it, we also got with the program like a training day. So as teachers, we got to go out and do a training day at a uh, Bellwin Conservatory. So uh, conservatory, I don't know, Bellwin Natural or Bellwin Park. I don't know what that one's called. <laughs> um, regardless, it was very cool. It was we got to do some like nature journaling so that was great for the students I've already used that in my class uh, and just like recording information that sort of thing so all good stuff Whew. I went to bed too late last night so <laughs> keep yawning after excuse me if you have any more questions about it I would be happy to um help you or get you in contact with someone who maybe knows more than I do about it. Like I said, this is my first year, um, and so I'm not like a pro at it yet, uh, but I know a couple people who have been doing it for a few more years, and I also know um, that I could get you into contact with the, the person who's running it in Minnesota here, and maybe even if you're out of state, I would be able to, or she would be able to connect you with other people, so. Um, Trout Unlimited or trout in the classroom would be things that I would look up to see if you can find a connection near you. Otherwise, send me an email, agwithmisswedger at gmail.com, um, or you can always send me a DM on my Instagram page at Mrs. Wedger. So either one works great. I hope you're having a fabulous week. Just know that you are so important and that your kiddos, um, they need you, and they appreciate that you're showing up every day for them. They really are. Even when it doesn't feel like it, they are. Hope you have a great day and we will chat soon. Bye-bye everybody. You just finished listening to Egg with Miss Wedger, where I'm sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with each of you. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a little bit more about our topic for today. Visit my Instagram at Mrs. Wedger to follow along on my daily journey as an agriculture teacher, a wife, and a mama at two. If you have any questions or ideas on topics you want me to dig in and cover, or if you, yeah you, want to be a guest, you can send me an email at agwithmisswedger at gmail.com. I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Bye bye everybody.